Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful Thursday morning. Trust everybody's doing well today and uh, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and ready to hit the day running. I'm sitting here just wondering what the uh, uh, weather's supposed to be like today. It looks like it's going to be uh, 68 degrees today. going to be 75 Monday, but uh, that starts cooling back down again. But uh, but hey, this is going to be really going to be a nice weekend uh, in the 70s. So uh, uh, like I told you all, uh, yesterday, my wife's going to put me to work, so uh don't really matter to me <laughs> one way or the other. <laughs> I get to put up uh, Christmas lights, so yay me. <laughs> but, uh, nah, I don't mind doing it. Uh, just uh, She just don't like helping me because I holler at her, so <laughs> that's, that's the only reason why. But, uh, but anyway, hopefully this year I will be uh, more kind and more gentle. I'll just pop some Xanax, chase it down with some Jack, and I should be good, so... <laughs> No, I'm joking. I'm kidding. Don't do that. Uh, that is not good. So, but anyway, I uh, do hope everybody is uh, ready to start this day out right. And that's why we do these devotionals each morning uh, to encourage you to, uh, and hopefully uh, put a smile on your face and help you on your spiritual journey. And so let's go ahead and uh, let's do our Pledge of Allegiance that we do uh, each morning. I'll bring this up here so everybody can... Uh, uh, follow along, and if you are able to, uh, stand, place your hand over your heart. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. We uh, have the freedom to be able to say that pledge uh, each morning. And I uh, look forward to that and hope that you do as well. And uh, that, uh, that you get to look at that, get to say that uh, pledge each day. So, uh, well, let's go ahead and look at our passage this morning. We'll look at Ephesians chapter 2, verses uh, 8 and 9. No, wait a minute, that ain't right. Ephesians 3, 19. That's where I was going to be, but where did I get Ephesians? Oh, I've uploaded the wrong slide on the face on my uh, on the website. That's what it was. So, well, my apologies. Too late to do anything about it now. So, we'll just read God's word right here. And uh, for those on uh, my Facebook, they can read along. But uh, Ephesians three nineteen, and to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge that ye might be filled with all fullness of God. All right, as me old pappy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. All right, and to know the love of Christ. I think that's the, um, uh, the focal point of uh, today's teaching is to know the love of Christ. And, you know, uh, <clears throat> I think there's some misperceptions out there in regards to that. Now, is Christ's love unconditional yes you know it, you know you uh, even though we are, are sinners walking around this earth uh, saved and unsaved God will share his grace in his mercy and his love upon us there's there's no doubt upon that in fact this world could be far more it's hard to believe it could be far more evil and vile than it is if it was not for God's mercy and his love for us he's holding that uh, that back it's not as bad as it could be but um, 
God does love us unconditionally because he knows that we are sinners. He knows that, uh, you know, because we live in a fallen world, uh, you know, it is uh, when we mess up, uh, because of uh, our convictions, uh, because of the guilt we may feel, uh, that we, uh, it's easy to uh, want to shrink back. You think, well, God doesn't love me anymore because of what I've done, or what I've thought, or what I've said, or how I've acted. And it will, and, and you, you, you push yourself away from God. You see, it's the devil that drives that wedge, or tries to drive that wedge between you and Christ. And uh, so when you believe that lie that you are not good enough, <clears throat> that you have sinned in a way that God would not approve of, uh, and that you would no longer be accepted into his kingdom, that's where you need to stop right there and not believe that lie and understand that Christ loves you. We may try to push ourselves away, but Christ is right there. He's not going to give up on you. That's, that's that unconditional love. You know, you've uh, just like we had my little dog Otis in here. I was hoping he'd stayed, uh, I think my wife let him out, but I was hoping he'd been in here. I was going to show you all uh, uh, my little buddy Otis. But he, um, uh, you know, an old dog uh, you could be mean to. Uh, you know, I would never be mean to my buddy Otis. But <clears throat> the point is, <clears throat> excuse me, you could be mean uh, to a dog, but they would still come up and love you. That's unconditional love. You know, they, you know, it is uh, uh, something that is rare in this day and age, uh, to have unconditional love, uh, for, you know, it's, it's something, uh, that is rare among people, which is sad, uh, you know, particularly a lot of relationships, uh, <clears throat> have ended because of, um, their, um, uh, desire to, uh, be with someone else, uh, if you will, and, uh, so they, they give up on, uh, the love that they have shared with someone else because of some few fleeting moments of passion, if you will, and it's sad to see, and a lot of broken homes out there because of uh, someone being unfaithful and and uh, really just um, uh, has a way, I'm trying to think of a way to put uh, it, uh, uh, they kind of crap on that relationship, let's put it that way. <laughs> Trying to think of a uh, of a way to do to say that without being crude, uh, but you know, here's the thing though. All right, so we we understand God's love. We understand God's love is unconditional. We understand that God loves all people, but does He love Christians more than He loves the, those who are non Christians? Yes, because we have accepted the free gift of salvation. We've accepted uh, what He has offered to us. So yes, His love is different for those who are saved than those who are unsaved. And, um, you know, it is uh, sad to see those who are in the world who are deceived, uh, and they think that uh, God overlooks uh, their blatant and unrepentant sin and uh, condones and accepts what their lifestyle choice is. And, yes, I refer to homosexuals uh, out there, um, and, and I'm trying to be delicate because I, I don't want... Um, you know, the point of, of Christians and pastors, uh, we need to speak the truth in love. Uh, this lifestyle choice, it is a choice. You have a choice to sleep with someone and uh, or not to. So uh, even if you are born, uh, and I don't believe that you're born uh, gay in any way, shape, form, or fashion, but even if you feel that you are inclined, uh, then uh, you can still abstain and not... Uh, 
uh, be a part of that. Uh, there's a lot of things that uh, in our lives that, you know, kind of, kind of goes back to what we talked about in Titus last night, uh, was uh, to exhibit self-control. You can't just give in to every whim that you feel just because you feel like that is a natural inclination. There's a lot of things that may feel natural. It may feel natural for men to chase after every woman out there, but that is uh, desecrating the vows you've made with your uh, spouse. So, you know, that you, you can't act on that. You have to refrain. And it's so sad to see that there are so many misled homosexuals out there who think they are saved, who live a blatant and unrepentant lifestyle, and they think that God condones their sin, and nothing can be further from the truth. God has love for you, but he does not condone, he does not love the sin that you are being uh, actively involved in. Now, you could be a homosexual and uh, uh and, and you're fighting against, you know, you're trying, you've accepted Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior. You recognize that behavior is wrong. Uh, you, you are fighting uh, to uh, resist those temptations and those feelings. And just like any other Christian who's resisting areas in our lives that they are weak at, then you're no different than any other Christian. But you cannot be actively involved in blatant, unrepentant sin and claim to be a Christian. It doesn't work that way. And uh, so that's why it's so sad to see that uh, people think, well, God is love, and he just loves everything and anything that goes on. It does. That is a God of your making. That is uh, not the God of the Bible. And, uh, you know, that's one thing that we need to understand. You know, last night I was talking about God's grace. And uh, one example of God's grace would be as if, um, uh, say, someone was, uh, in, one of you watching was in a bank. And uh, all of a sudden, I come up and I grabbed your arm and I jerked you out of that bank real quick. All of a sudden, you're getting mad. You're like, you pinched my arm. That hurt. You ripped my shirt. Uh, and you're, you're going off on me. What you didn't realize was the bank was, was getting ready to be uh, overwhelmed with terrorists. They were going to shoot people. They were going to rob the bank. And, uh, I, and if I had not done that, uh, you would have been dead. I, I did that to save your life. You know, you didn't realize what was going on at the time. And you were getting mad at me because you, you thought I'd, I was abusing you to some extent. But then you realize the ramifications of what happened. And then you become grateful. You're like, oh my gosh, thank you for pulling me out of there when you did. Well, that's the same thing with uh, Jesus Christ. You know, here, uh, I don't think some people understand the full extent of God's wrath. The justice that must be given must be served for our sins. And Jesus Christ come to save us, uh, to shed his grace upon us, to show us the way, to show us love. Uh, and uh, that's why he, he was beaten uh, for us. He was nailed to the cross for us. He rose from the grave for us. He did those things to save us from God's wrath. And that's why it's very important that we understand. See, there's a lot of people out there, they don't understand uh, what grace is and what Jesus Christ is offering. And they don't understand uh, the wrath of God that's coming down upon. Now, remember, uh, you know, I think a lot of people have the misconception that God is this vengeful God. And Jesus Christ is there to, to hold him back, uh, to keep him from, from smiting us, if you will. That's not the case. If God, God is a benevolent, loving God, if he did, was not, he would not have sent his son to save us, to show us the way to eternal life, to show us the way uh, to salvation. So God is a very loving God, but he is a just God. And he demands uh, a payment for our sins. And if you do not know Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior, you will spend an eternity in hell. 
that once you come to know Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior, that love is unconditional. You know, there's a lot of people out there who don't understand unconditional love. They were they didn't experience it at home. Uh, many were grew up in foster care. Many uh, had uh, abusive fathers or mothers or both. Uh, many were out on their own by the age of uh, 13, 14, 15 years old, and so they never understood unconditional love. Many, once they've had children, uh, the, they understood uh, what real unconditional love was. Uh, as to some may, some may still uh, been jaded, but uh, that's one reason why I wrote that book, Life Debt, because of the relationship my dad and I have, and I was trying to convey that uh, understanding to those out there who may not have ever experienced that. And uh, so that's what, you know, when it's unconditional love, God will not give up on you. Once you accept Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior, you will sin. You will mess up. That's part of the Christian walk. Good morning, Debbie. That's part of that Christian walk. But God will not give up on you, and his love is unconditional. And so that's why we have to uh, uh, keep the fight. We have to keep pushing forward. We cannot give up. Uh, it's easy to want to do that. It's easy to want to give up when you mess up. It's easy to be like, you know, what's the point? What's the use? You know, I, you know how can God keep loving me? You know, that's one great thing that, uh, uh, you know, uh, when Jesus when uh, was asked, you know, he said, how many times should we forgive? And he says, 70 times seven. Well, that means odd infinitum. And uh, so we will, you know, that there's no uh, extent to his forgiveness. Well, there should be no extent to our forgiveness towards others as well. But here's the thing. And when uh, we feel like we've messed up so much, I think, how can God continue to forgive me? For, remember that, that his, his forgiveness is eternal and that there's no set amount of, well, I've forgiven Matt uh, uh, 333 times, the 334th time, I'm kicking him out of the kingdom of heaven. Doesn't work that way. And I think some people have that, 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 that's what they think, that, uh, that God, there was no way he can keep forgiving. But that is God's grace, that is God's mercy, and that is God's unconditional love. And, uh, you know, if you don't, uh, you know, like I said, people, uh, you put your faith in other people in this world, and they're going to ultimately let you down. And so it is, uh, uh, those in this world will fail you, but I can assure you, God in heaven will not fail you. Jesus Christ will not fail you. Jesus Christ's love is real, and Jesus Christ's love is unconditional. So if you haven't already, surrender today. Surrender all to God in heaven, and only he can give you that peace, rest, all understanding. Only he can give you that love that you're desperately searching for. Only he can show you the way. Uh, prayer says Willie Step and good morning uh, Mr. Miller but uh, let us have a word of prayer dear Father Lord we thank you love you and praise you uh, Lord thank you so much for this day thank you for your grace and your mercy uh, Lord help us to understand your unconditional love for us help us Lord to share that love to those around us uh, Lord we can show love without condoning sinful lifestyles we can, uh, can show love and mercy to those in a uh, fallen world uh, who have rejected you. But let us be a light in this world of darkness. Let us show others the way. And Lord, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them say this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us, lead us, guide and protect us this day. Lord, I pray for this election. Lord, I pray desperately that somehow, some way, some miraculous way that President Trump will, will come out victorious and be reelected as our president. 
But Lord, no matter the outcome, we know you're sovereign. We know that you're in control. We're bringing pray for healing and peace upon this land. And Lord, uh, as I pray every morning, I do pray for Wendy Lee and Kim Penix. I pray for Troy and Ginger Hood. I pray for uh, Linda David Feathers. I pray, Lord, for uh, Roger Winters and Jane Kitchings and Larry Dynanot. Pray, Lord Jesus, for uh, uh, Brother Ron Thompson. I pray for uh, my brother in Christ, Mark Anderson, who's uh, dealing with loss. And uh, same with our sister in Christ, uh, 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 Miss Barker. And, and uh, uh, Lord, uh, I just pray that you'll be with all the prayer requests, concerns that uh, come in daily. And those who are dealing and uh, with the diagnosis of COVID, you bring healing upon them. And Lord, I do pray for our president and his family, protection about them, wisdom and discernment. The Lord, just pray to be with each and every person watching this morning and you lead God to protect them to meet again. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. I noticed a few uh, have come in late. And uh, so once I get this posted, you can rewind and, and catch this devotion from the very beginning and get the full context of our discussion this morning. And I do appreciate all those who watch and, uh, uh, and support these uh, uh, devotionals each morning. And uh, be sure and pray for Willie Step. I don't know what is... Uh, uh, what he's going through, but he's asking for prayers, and we know that those who are uh, watching this morning, we know if two more gather together, Christ is there. We let's all come together and pray for Mr. Estep this morning. If you'd like to share these devotions, be sure and always know that you can find me at Dr. Young 77. If your friends or family don't do Facebook, they can watch live on our website at flbconline.com. And as always, if you haven't already, subscribe to my podcast, Doc Young Chronicles, free of charge. But you can listen, it's audio only, but you can listen to all the devotions and you can listen to all of the sermons as you go out and about your day. Well, my friends, I know that uh, we are in a stressful situation right now. We're in some trying times. I know it's frustrating. I'm right there with you. But uh, let's just take comfort that God's in control. I know where it's aggravating and upsetting, but God has got this. Let's just trust in him. Let's not worry about the silly temporal things of this world. Uh, this too will pass, and uh, let's just keep our eyes on the prize. Let's keep our eyes focused on Jesus. You do that, you'll do well. Well, I thank you for watching, and remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless. <laughs>